Hello, everyone, and good morning. I'm Dr. Jacinta C.K., and welcome to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're airing live every Thursday from 10.30 Pacific Standard Time, 12.30 Central Standard Time, and 1.30 Eastern Standard Time. And again, at 1.30 Eastern Standard Time on Sirius XM, powered by Genius Music, we're going to be bringing you relationship information and strategy from our guests and in our research. Our show will give you a generational perspective and real-world opinions. And as Dr. Estella is making me laugh. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Dr. Estella, and I was just in the middle of a call. <laughs> uh, we're, welcome to our show. We are going to have a special guest today, um, Judith and... Uh, and Judah, I'm sorry, and we are going to also talk about, and a topic that I think is kind of important, and that is entitlements in the music industry. Mm. And when we talk about entitlements, we have uh, all kinds of entitlements, Jay, right? People right. are uh, really um, feel this sense of, I deserve this because I am me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that doesn't really work in the real world. And... Um, as you know, from a, all types of perspectives, we want to kind of see how that affects the music industry because I think there's a lot of things to consider when you're talking about this. So our special guest, Judas Priest, will come. Judah Priest, I'm sorry, will come in and talk about his experience in this, as well as some exciting things he's doing in his music career. So I'm sure you're going to really enjoy it. Yes. So Jay, when we talk about entitlements, um, I guess the first thing is thinking about what that really means. And Agreed. That, and and uh, by definition, it is a condition that people feel they have the right to have or get something. Uh, the feeling or belief that they deserve this uh, without any privilege, with, with privileges, but they haven't necessarily worked for it. Um, it's So in your thought process, <laughs> which is very deep, yes. what do you think about entitlements and, and um how does that affect things that you're doing? And, and do you feel that you ever had a sense of entitlement? Entitlement. You know, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think because of the way that you've raised me, I don't really have that entitlement um, uh, attitude as some of the people in my generation do sometimes I feel have. And I think the problem is now is that in the past, and I'm sure there's always been like the nepotism and things um, that people are are experiencing you know that they you know there are people that you know who you know how you get there you know i think that's always gone on but i think even so more so now that people are getting positions that they don't necessarily uh haven't earned and because they feel that they are family related or know somebody or have the money to do so they're getting these positions and it's causing this entitlement behavior that people feel that they can for me personally um, the only thing I feel entitled to is that you better keep me on this show, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting because it is a real problem with millennials. And, um, but I think that on the flip of that, some age people, um, feel like who haven't, I mean, you'll find that in, okay, the statistics say it's a real problem with millennials. Correct. But I will also say that it could be a problem with people in my age bracket. You notice how I said that, guys. In my age bracket, and I'm a little bit above millennial. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's, a, it's a situation because some people haven't worked at all, and they have been entitled all their life. So my point is, it's not a healthy thing because 
it, <coughs> it, it causes you want to be lazy. Correct. Right. And I, and I you don't have to work for what you, it's kind of getting enabling bad behavior. It's an, don't you think? Exactly, Jay. And it's Thanks. also an opportunity to not be as productive as you can be because you haven't had the experience or the other learning ability to learn how to do what you're necessarily doing. You're just falling into it. So you're not going to be as productive. You're not going to be as successful and you're not actually going to be as effective in what you do or because you haven't had the opportunity to really learn it and work for it. Right. You know, it's almost, it's almost like, um, if I give you something, and you won't enjoy it, I don't feel as much. If I give you something and you haven't worked for it, do you enjoy it? It depends. <laughs> if you gave me a Bentley right now, I'm going to enjoy that thing. So that's <laughs> Okay, if you hit the lottery right now, yes. do you feel like you earned it? Yes, because I paid my dollar. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, honestly, I think that you... It's so hard to say. I think that some people behave well when they're giving things. and So I don't want to take away. I mean, like, I remember somebody saying that um, I'd never had anything and my parents gave me like 400000 to start my business. Well, to me, that's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Um, For some people, it's not that much. So I think that if you're given something and you're appreciative and don't forget where you come from and have that grounding behavior, then it's good. But I think Mm -hmm. that some people need to have... I, I hate that feeling that people feel that they have to crawl before they walk, although I think that sometimes that gives you um, better a better understanding of what you've received once you get it. Well, that's a good segue into the next, uh, and it, it, it's along the same lines, but for, music, for the music industry. Yes. One of the things that they say that happens in the music industry is people don't realize a couple of things. First, they don't realize um, that experienced musicians have been in the business for a long time. Right. And people think when they're new at this that it just happens and there's not any setbacks, there's not any failures, there's not any rejections, there's not any putting downs. They don't understand the long road that musicians go through. And that's true. And and, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure that there are some people, like if they have family in and they can get them right in right away, that it's a little bit different process. But no matter the situation, a lot of these artists that come up and people are like, where did they come from? They've been behind the scenes. They've been um, background singers, background dancers. You know, there's so many things. They've been writers. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of my friends that are actually doing very well now were writers for other people in the past. Well, you know, and sometimes, actually, if you have someone in the business (laughs) and they they entitle you or like, for instance, you, you were in my, you went into pharmaceuticals. I gave you some opportunities, but you had to work for those. Well, the thing so, is to say, yeah, and exactly. And the thing is, is that people assume that, you know, that, and that's the thing with music. I, it's like every industry. People assume that those people have been given an easy road. In fact, I didn't utilize your contacts you mm-hmm. gave me. Um, your, what helped is that you were so good at what you did is that people were like, you know what? Let's see if her daughter has the same traits. Right. And I think that that mm-hmm. can happen in music. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. There's so many people that are, are very talented. For example, you know, um, I'm trying to think of an artist that I would, I would, you know, if Isaac Hayes, for example, his son would come around and start singing, people would want to hear him mm-hmm. because he was so right, talented. Right. So it's almost like a... a um but also it gives you a that, golden key, so you can either that golden key could either turn or be locked because you aren't as good as your parents. But it also, could, it also could set you up for even higher expectations. Exactly. That is harder. Exactly. So that's a harder element. Well, one of the things I said in this article that I read that that this expectation of entitlement 
happens a lot now, especially with uh, younger artists and new artists, and that they think they do one successful show. Um, they get on a very uh, like a breakfast show, a TV show, and from there they expect that the uh, agent will call them with all these offers, um, take over all the, the the administrative work that they're doing, when in reality it doesn't happen. There's no shortcut cuts. Mm-hmm. You need to learn the business. You need to put in the hours. You need to understand what you need to do to move. And you need to understand how to build that grassroots at, at the grassroots level. Right. It's interesting that even with, and we're going through the presidential uh, elections, and you know how uh, how it, 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 these people feel like, well, it, look, look at uh, Obama. He went to grassroots to get to his, but he didn't, even though he may have been entitled to someone gave him something, right. he worked hard for it. So anyway, this is kind of what they're talking about, that we really, there's no shortcuts. I, you know, I, I really agree. I think that even if you have an in, and the thing is, is that it's good, you know, these people that do have an in, it's, it's about networking, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have an in, you have to network to make sure in. So those people may have an in, but if they're still not good, they're not going to make it far. Right. You and, know? And that, so, that, you're right. That, with that in, and with that in, there may be more expectations. Exactly. So I think the two things that the article talked about to avoid entitlement, you need to be realistic, mm-hmm. and you need to take advice. Hmm. Interesting. So, what is your realistic expectation? What is your realistic? What do you realistically think can happen? But you need to take the advice from people that actually know. Right. I mean, when I went into my in, any industry I've gone into, I, I try to take that wisdom from people that can give it to me, mm-hmm. so that I will succeed. And you know, I think too. I think the the thing about, especially in the music industry, well, I'll say this as far as I goes, being a writer, singer songwriter, and then um, <laughs> I would say that, like for example, my daughter has a beautiful voice, um, mm-hmm. but I'm very hard on her. Because I don't want her to get on American Idol and be like those people that can't sing. I'm not going to sugarcoat um, because I want her to do the best. And I think that as just like you would do with me, you would be harder on me because I am being a, you know, um, uh, the second up to you. I have to make you look good as well, you know. And I think that's another thing. Uh, I was watching a show last night and I won't say what it is. <laughs> but this one. Uh, no, I don't know what it was. No, I won't say it. But I was watching the show and the one girl was, uh, her father was in the music industry and he was trying, she wanted to get on stage and perform. Oh, I know. And she actually (laughs) went up and she did a good job. But her, even though she did a good job, there was still a lot that she needed to learn. Right. And she, her thought was, well, you know, I I knocked it out of the socks. Why can't I, why can't I have uh, been promoted right now? Why can't they sign me on? When, in fact, she still had a lot of learning. And the good thing, what I uh, commend her parents with, because now I know what show you're talking about, (laughs) and most of you probably do. (laughs) But uh, now that I commend that, that they made that that statement because people assume that she would automatically have an end. And, yes, she eventually they may, but they want to keep seeing that she's going to do hard work and stick with it because that industry is so different to Mm -hmm. me than a lot of industries in the sense that, you know, your hours are not set hours. That's right, right. You know, you, you have to work very hard. You, you know, it, it's in, in some ways like sales because 
with sales, it's your last number, right? Mm-hmm. Once, you know, mm-hmm. you're as good as your last number. And then they're like, so what's next? So well, did I say knock it out of the socks or out of the park? You said socks, but I, just, <laughs> I let you roll with it. But, you know, you guys, hold that thought. We're going to take a break. Stay tuned. We have a special guest that we're so excited about, Judah Priest. And you won't want to miss it. Remember that you're always welcome to join the conversation at any time by calling 310-928-7733. Again, that's 310-928-7733. We're going to be letting you guys hear Wake Up Dark Ages by Judah Priest on break. See you soon. Stay tuned. Stare in the devil's eyes, left mesmerized. This is what it sounds like when the doves cries. Hearts are slow, so we pass the bone. Can't be trouble with the struggles in my season be sown. Heartaches and pains, walking in the purple rain. I load that dirty shame the way we face the flames. This is how on earth, and I'm about my father's work. But then I snatch a purse, a priest allergic to the Catholic Church. I search the Bible for survival, to fight these American idols. Fight for the pirates, gangsters. See, I'm far from a winster, prankster, I let my horse shake up, so cry a river, you see I'm far from a nigga, my mom told me when I was young, beware of gold diggers, I got my lessons as a blessing, my thoughts come together like an intercession, my words manifest it out, look, watch, open your eyes, well eyes, well eyes, well eyes. Searching for atonements, these are the lost letters of a blind poet showing. My words is gems, William Rose, Valley Hills. Pass to my next and again, I'm going with the wind. The industry crucified me and went to my tomb, but couldn't find my body because the angels got me. I leave a legacy of weaponry. Disciples walk with me through treachery. I wear blood stained bandana, paparazzi, flashing cameras. My niggas bushing hammers, and then avoid the slammer. This is injustice. See, I fight for my people, make the moon eclipse. Wolves howl at the moon in the midst of doom. We are the walking dead, running those people, souls and souls gloom. We went from any means to niggas wearing skinny jeans, looking like queens. What the fuck? Stop. Look, watch, open your eyes, real eyes, real eyes, real eyes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the radio show. <laughs> uh, you can the conversation at 310-928-7733. So we are so excited today. We have our special guest, Judah, and I'm going to start by letting Jay introduce all that he's done. Well, you guys, there's so much to tell you. Um, Judah Priest, he's very well known in, in New York. He's um, at the age of 17, uh, his older brother, Buddha Monk of Wu-Tang Clan, Brooklyn Zoo, Zoo mentored Judah by training him in the studio on stage. At the age of 19, Judah Priest became a member of the Chamber Music Work Records, working with Joey G. Clef. Um, he spent time in Sony Red and had a brief stint with the G-Unit branch. I mean, God, Judah, there's so much to talk about with you. It, the list goes on and on. This man is very talented, has an extensive bio and an and experience. So we're so, we're so blessed and excited to have you on. So, Judah, say hi to our guests. Hello, everybody. Thank you all for having me again. I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, We're we're excited excited to have you, you. too. 
So, so Judah, we went a little bit about, talked about a little bit of your background. Give us a little bit more so the listeners can get to know you. Tell me a little bit more about yourself. Um, I, I will, I will really say, um, through all the accomplishments and everything, um, that the bio state, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. Um, but the, the more the people will really understand is that I'm blessed. You know what I mean? Because not a lot of position, a lot of people could be in a position um, that I have been over the course of a lot of um, over the years. You know, learning and, and working and, and learning how to do for myself. You know, and still represent a, um, a major brand at the same time. I right, love that. Right. I love that. Well, you were with one of my, my a couple of my favorites, but I really do love Chub Rock. I use him <laughs> a lot in my uh, class. I mean, he you, you know. know it's always a classic for cycle class when I teach it. <laughs> now, you know what? Um, I had the opportunity to, um, to work with Chubb, um, very humble individual. Um, what I never, the one thing about Chubb that I never paid attention to, um, I used to, you know, I was always just in depth with the lyricism um, and the message of the, of the music, but I never really, really paid attention to the fact that everything that he did, um, every every song, every verse, every album, it was all positive. It was nothing. It was you no. Know, everybody talk about Will Smith never cursed um, in his raps and everything, but Chubb Rock never had anything negative to say towards anything. It wasn't gun, you know, bang bang, shoot him up, money, holes, and respect. You know, what I mean, he just remained positive through his whole his whole career, and even to to now when he transitioned into radio, you know, um, he's just a very, very positive individual. I love that, and you can feel that spirit <laughs> in his music. You are absolutely right. It's probably uh, why the one of the reasons why you you used him so much in some of your yeah. Sometimes I can't talk really nasty in my classes because it it won't go off really well if I hear it too yeah, much. Yeah, Judy, you know, she, she, sometimes she just plays <laughs> stuff, and we're like, oh my god. <laughs> One thing about exercise, you have a tendency to really listen to the lyrics because you're trying to keep pumped up. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, I, I really do like Chub Rock. I remember when I was a little per planet. So tell me a little bit about how you got into the industry. I know that our story today is about entitlements, but you actually worked hard, even though you do know some people that were artists that, very, that um, were close to you. <laughs> I still work hard. You yeah. Know, this is, is, is it's nothing. It's nothing that has ever stopped because um, it is. It's, it's, I think it's a good thing that um, today's topic for y'all show um, is about entitlement. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, we're not entitled to anything in the music industry. You really have to work for it. Nobody's going to respect you more and, and want to do more than what you want to do for yourself. You know, and then this. Um, <clears throat> That's just, that's just really how it is. Like, it wasn't because of my brother. Um, it wasn't uh, because of a lot of friendships and closeness that I have with a lot of individuals with inside the Wu-Tang. Um, it's because I really worked. And I really had to, you know, you know, when you... I'm, a, I'm an Israelite, but my brothers and them, you know, we all study 5% also, you know what I mean? Um, which means it's, it's really in our actions of our everyday life. And I mean, and the one thing that we always say is we have to show and prove. You right. know, you have to, you, have, you know, the, the Bible even speaks to that. You know, you have to study to show that self-approved. So <clears throat> I had to I had to show. I, I really had to show everybody else what I could do and prove to them that I was worthy of even being in, um, included into what they, you know, what they stand for and what they do. 
Yes, I love that scripture, by the way, because you do have to study your state to show yourself approved. So you are absolutely right. And you know, you, you mentioned something, Judah, that uh, we were talking about before you came on, is that, you know, with a lot of industries in, in music and, and, you know, I've, I'm in music and then pharmaceutical sales as well. And it's funny how, you know, people, like you said, you had your brother that was in the industry, but you still had to work hard. And, and people sometimes feel that you felt that you had it easier. But sometimes I feel that you had it harder because you had to prove why you're man, there. Listen, man, you know, everything wasn't every every everything wasn't peaches and cream. And I tell, I tell people that all the time when it comes to Buddha Monk. Um, man, listen, like when, you know, we used to do what they used to have what we call boot camps. Uh-huh. And uh, it's funny because if I messed up, if I, you know, you only got like, got like two times to mess up on a verse or you got to do 50 push-ups. I think that's why I'm so swole now. <laughs> this dude had me doing like mad push-ups. Um, you know, it was a lot of, it was a lot of, you know, sitting back, you know, a lot of people always eager when they're in the studio, when they shows, they want to showcase what they do. Right. But you know, it's basically it's waiting your turn. You know, I mean, I, rem- I remember, I remember carrying bags like I was in the NBA, like I was a rookie. You had to carry all the veterans' bags and everything, you know. But that so process has taught me a lot. Right. Oh, I trust, trust, trust and believe. I paid dues and I got the bruises to prove it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I know, I know. And you know, but don't you feel that? Don't you feel you know that it made you a a better artist because you got to see, I feel like sometimes that makes you realize, you know, once you've done all that and had those experiences, it just helps you grow into the, the artistry. Um, it, it very much has made me, um, a better artist. Actually, I'm not even going to just say an artist. It made me a better individual. Right. Uh, because at the end of the day, I'm self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, even though I'm, I'm, I'm with the Wu brand, I, everything that's being being seen um, from me today is my own doing. Uh-huh. It's nothing. It's nothing from them. You know, they they. You know, I mean, it wasn't just Buddha. You know, it was, it was Hellraiser. It was Timbo King. It was Dungeon Master. It was Menace Obi Easy. Each person taught me something different, but the one thing that they taught me that that was consistent um, was to be self sufficient. Right. You right. Right. Wanna you know do do for you, don't right. wait for the next man. You Create know? your own brand. Um, exactly, but it's that it it, it it but like I said, it spills over into my personal life too. So right. now there's just certain things that 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 I view differently, um, in my personal, mm-hmm. the same way I would view in my my music career. You know, you just have to do more for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for the next man. Exactly. <clears throat> so, you know, entitlement, and, and we talked about it a little bit earlier before you got on the show, is a real problem, <clears throat> but it's been a particular problem with young millennials. Would you agree that you, that's happening in the music industry as well? I mean, I think it's happening more, I mean, more or less all over the place. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're not entitled to anything. Right. I mean, we, we the only thing that we're entitled to is is, is, is responsibility, um, you know, and I, that, that responsibility goes to if you if you're a man and you have children, take care of your children. Right. Your 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 kids are entitled of your love. Your mm-hmm. kids 
or entitled um, of living a certain lifestyle. That's entitlement. But even the, even in that, children to have chores. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to teach them. We, we try to teach them um, <clears throat> manners. Right. You know, some kids some kids get <clears throat> excuse me. I got I'm getting a little cold. Some some children get um, allowances. Right. You know. Right. So is but 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 they're not really entitled to that allowance because the chore is something that you really need to do whether you get an allowance or not, you know? So at the end of the day, we're really not entitled to anything. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because one of the things that we always try to do for the next generation, especially our kids is give them more than what they, they, what we had. And because of that, I think it has caused problems with some parents and some people entitled feeling, letting their kids be entitled. And, And I'll say this too, is that, you know, I have, you know, because I guess I'm still within the millennial situation with some of my friends in particular. I remember growing up with them. You know, I, I grew up in a, a very a pretty decent neighborhood and the kids, a lot of the kids had a lot of money. And in that sense that they felt like when I graduated from high school or was my senior year, I think it was. And my mom got me a used car and I was happy. You know, I wasn't tripping at all it was my little nissan i was happy now some of my friends felt that they were entitled to a lexus or mercedes you see what i'm saying and and they got mad if they didn't get that they just assumed because their parents had the money and they had the income that they could do this and and i and that's where i feel that sometimes that entitlement can cause a problem for people later on in their life do would you agree with that 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 you know that that's causing like a not only in the music industry but just the millennials or or children in general are expecting more and feel that they're entitled to get things because their parents have it. No. No. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I I I have children. Mm-hmm. Um, my my daughter just celebrated her 17th birthday um, on mm-hmm. May first. Um, you said May first. <clears throat> yes. Mine's um, happy birthday, daughter. <laughs> I definitely let her know. Um, happy birthday for your upcoming. Um, but just because we have doesn't mean that you can get. Like you know, I still, I still, I still require them to do certain things. You know, yes. you have to work hard. Yeah, I mean, it's just my household. Everybody's different, but right. you have to, you have, you have to, you have, you have to work hard. So I agree with you. you know, so I think um, what, you're, what you're saying, <clears throat> a lot of times. You have expectations of your kids, so that eliminates the ty- entitlement. Right, right. Um, like you know, there's different kind of parents, and also that that makes kids want to makes kids feel as though that yeah, I'm, I'm entitled to doing this just because you have you have it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You so, know, um, so what advice would you give an artist that you mentor? <laughs> that's a good. That's a great question. Very great question. The reason the reason I say that's a great question is because I I actually mentor um, a lot of artists. Oh, um, nice. Okay. You know, I, I actually listen like you know Wu Tang all good, but I have a nine to five job. Whereas though, I, I actually mentor um, adjudicated youth. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Okay. Um, that's, that's yeah, I actually work in the trans transitional the transitional um um group home. You know, for adjudicated youth, for kids with needs, and That's everything. Awesome. Um, and my advice is always: is this? You are. You can be better than what you think that you are, 
long as you put the work in to prove that you are worth that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just basically just meaning, even though, you know, we, we all have goals, we all have things that we want to try to reach, but we don't, we don't never had a mindset. <clears throat> we don't never had a mindset that matches our goal. The one thing that I, I know that I tell people is this, like when I was, you know, when I was coming up into this and no matter who, who I was around, if I say I'm going to be a rapper and I'm going to be one of the best rappers, Mm-hmm. And this is not a thing of building an ego, but I have to think what, you know what I mean? What I'm, what I'm putting out there, I have to match what I think. So if I'm, if, if I feel as though I'm the best rapper, I'm going to work hard to become that rapper. But while working hard, this is, this is who I am. I, I'm already walking into that. Yes, it, yes. But that's not to say, that's not to say let's grow um, a boulder of an ego also. It's just really just knowing yourself and knowing your worth, even though you're working to get to that, that level, you still have to be, you still have to think, you know what I mean? That I'm worth that. And I am that. Right. You know? So it's setting your intentions, having the self-confidence and self-awareness to know that you can do that. Thank you much. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So tell me a little bit more about your youth program. What, how, 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 what kind of things do you do for them? Um, well, I've been in this, I've been in this field since I was about like, let's say 18, 19, <clears throat> started out as a volu- volunteer. Um, once I, once I graduated, um, once I graduated high school, I actually went to college, play, played, um, college ball and was doing music on the side, mm-hmm. but I always, but I always stayed close to the youth. Um, and one of the reasons why, cause I grew up in a broken home. Mm-hmm. You know, um, <clears throat> and I really didn't have that father figure um, to to tell me certain things, to show me certain things. Um, as I got older, got into my twenties, you know, I had a, a couple friends, uh, my man Trig and Paradox, people like that, who started working with me for music purposes. Mm-hmm. But they start they they went from music to grooming me as a man. <clears throat> So I always said that I wanted to do the same thing, okay. especially for, you know, especially for youth um, who has been through a lot, you know, um, a lot of times like we don't understand. Um, sometimes we do understand and, you know, we all have related stories, but all stories is not the same. So, you know, I mean, every, everybody's mindset is not the same, but I wanted to show, I wanted to, to come back and show youth that no matter what you did in the past, you know, as long as you have somebody, whether your father's been absentee and your family's not here, you is always going to be somebody that's going to breathe positivity into your life and also be an example, you know what I mean, of how you should be. You know what I mean? I overcame a lot, you know, through the through the music, through my personal life and everything, and that's the same thing that I try to, you know, I, I try to um, show to the youth that I work with, or just in my my everyday um, path, you know, <clears throat> with the with, with the job, I have a I have a good relationship um, with I mean with with, with my guys. Um, yeah, I love you know, that. You can actually pay it forward for them, which is 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 important. And and we talked a lot about that before in some of our shows. How it, it it's just no. <clears throat> 
the voice of experience and wisdom, especially when you've gone through <clears throat> yourself, going back and reaching back into the community to help those that are, that are going through the same thing. You're such a good inspiration for them to give them the confidence that they need to get through that. Yeah, I commend you on, on paying it forward. And, and our youth needs that to know that they can be a positive force <clears throat> and, and yeah, somebody I'll, tell them that, you know, I, pre- I, mean, I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's something that I do that's sincere, and one of the things that I do believe is, as as a music, <clears throat> excuse me, as a as a as an individual in the music business, you know, what I mean, a person who has a voice, you mm-hmm. know, that can utilize the fan base, uh, not just for personal gain. Um, is I think now I think that I'm that that's what that's the that's the calling for all artists. You know, to use the platform to give back um, to the youth, you know, and not just like, you know, you ever notice how in the music industry, just like um, Eric Gardner, you know, rest in peace and Trayvon and all of them, like, you know, I'm from Staten Island, Eric Gardner's from the same, from the same hood. Um, but every time something happened, you know, that's where the, the outcry, you know, of musicians just want to do songs and, and everything for that personal attention right then and there. Right. But do everything else, you know what I'm saying? We just wait for the next, the, the the next injustice to happen for us to have another song, you know. Instead, like you know, that's why with with my music, you know, I try like y'all know y'all just play Wake Up, <clears throat> you know. Um, I had a, I have another song in the video out right now called No Justice No Peace. I want to use this platform, you know, to be a voice um, for the people and to the people, you know. I want to be I want to be a, a pillar not just in the music industry, but in my community. You know, we do clothing drives for the homeless. Nice. Um, you know, we you know we, we I go I go to the uh, Ronald McDonald house, you know, build gingerbread houses, read books, and this is the stuff that I want to do with, that I do with the youth. Oh, you nice. know, because as a as a as an artist again, this is this is the voice. Right. I, I, I have I have the utensil, I have the vehicle going. Let's use it for for this. Right. You know, it's not always about personal gain. Yeah. We can't yeah. change the world if we silence. I love that. And you know, one of the things that <clears throat> Strategic Ladies is doing, Jay and I, is we're partnering with some people to actually help get the hip hop and music community healthier. And one of the things we find that a lot of uh, the people in the industry don't know about good health and don't have the knowledge base to do that. And um, so I commend you for doing that. I know even with God, you know, we talked about last week Prince, and we lost one of the greatest artists of our times. But he suffered from my hip- favorite artist of those mm-hmm. Yeah, my and, personal favorite. I, I know. And he lo- he had a hip hip ailment, and I think the educational piece. If we if someone had been able to get to him and tell him alternative ways, you know, besides you know taking medication, which is the first thing doctors want to give you, love them, but. Um, they want to give you that. If someone had kind of educated him on other alternative ways, maybe it could have prevented some of the things that happened with the him. Addiction and, and so it, it's interesting um, that you're doing those type of things. And um, I think it's all up to all of us to go back and reach out into these communities and help young people know the importance of health, education, and, um, and a positive confidence. So that's really great that you're doing that. I, I, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. And like you said, uh, you know, Judah, you know, one thing that you mentioned is it's, you know, you, you have the voice to be able to do that. And I, and I commend that. I, I love to hear when, when people are giving back, when they have the power, you know, cause it's like, 
your 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 um followers or you know your your fan base sees what you're doing and wants to do the same thing you know you're a leader in in a sense and and it gives people that hey you know I should be doing something too because sometimes it just starts with one to make a a domino effect and we're going to be doing online meditation classes so if someone wants you know of anyone that wants to do it i mean we'd love to help those yeah because you know it builds self-confidence self-awareness and all of that online meditation hey that sounds that sounds like something i can i can utilize myself okay like, we'll i like being at peace <laughs> We'll talk to you about that. So, you know, Judah, what's on the horizon for you, and where do you envision yourself in the next, you know, five, ten years? Good question. You know, it changes every time somebody asks me this question. Uh, the reason I say that because, like, I don't want to be a 40-year-old rapper. Right. Um, but... I do, you know. I, I still want to. I still want to be doing things for the community. I still want to be, be an instrument in youth lives. Um, yeah. I, I think, yeah, you know, I, I, and I still want to be a father. You know, especially awesome. now I got a seven. I got I got a seventeen year old daughter. Right. This, this five years, I better hope. <laughs> hope I'm really at peace. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just really just want to. Um, I just want to continue to, you know, to be a voice, mm-hmm. um, continue to be an example. Um, and, yeah, this is uh, my, my goals. My goals and my standpoints really won't be changing um, as much. I don't know how much rapping I'll be doing. I might, you know, do some songs here and there, but it's just all about, for me, making a difference um, and still being visible. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah, that sounds cool. So, um, we wanted to do something. Do you want us to play one of your songs and, and you can discuss it with us as it plays? Sure. Okay. Play. All right. So, you know what? I think we're going to do um, No no Ordinary Love. Which one? Which one do you want us to do? Okay. You, you already did wake up. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do God's Flesh. Got flesh? Yeah, is that in there? You yeah. That? Yeah. My mind shine like serious. You know, a wise man came to me one day and told me, yo, Razor, you gotta be careful of the world, man. It's very deceitful, man. It's wickedness. And the wicked controls it. Yeah, God gave breath and Lord and man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. God gave breath and Lord and man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. Repent in these days left and might save the rest. God gave breath and Lord and man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye, poor for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. And all that ever came before him was the thief and rob. He the kill, destroy, and steal. The birthright gave to Israel. We still holding on to Esau Hill. So, Hill. Tell us a little bit about this. Um, y'all, how about let's do this? Let's, let's play it, right? Okay. 
Let's play it. And once it's over, let's have an in-depth conversation. Okay, we the ones who wanted Christ on the cross with nails. God gave breath and Lord, a man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye, poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. God gave breath and Lord, a man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye, poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. They took the seeds of Israel, how to rob a still. So I came with the knowledge, showed them how to build. And yea, though I walked through the valley of death, I fear no evil cause thou art blessed. And most of these dudes is snakes in the grass. Judas Iscariot with a golden calf. Y'all been spiritually misled And now the walking dead with no head Your trials and tribulations were told in revelations I was sent to free a nation Before Satan's inauguration Never hesitating My words is blatant To get the life is elevation Let's climb Razor's ladder To the heavens Me and my brethren is Armageddon these are the words of the Most High. I ride a dive and a knife to I touch the sky. God gave breath and Lord, a man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye, poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. God gave breath and Lord, a man made flesh. The word was with God and the word was made flesh. Blessed be ye, poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. He know his time's hard under the stars. God gave breath and Lord, a man made flesh. Blessed be album the dark world um i always you know send me over that song and it was like hey i want you to get on this you know and then you know i was allowed to use it for the you know for the album and the, the good thing that like, the one thing i like the reason i had y'all play that um is because you know we talk about entitlement um but also entitlement you know what i'm saying we need to we need to know how corrupt the industry is. Um, we also need to co- uh, understand how corrupt um, the world is in general. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically the the song really talks about you know, um, you know, again, I, I'm Israel, and so is Hellraiser, and there's always a Judas in the mess, and it could be it be um, any form. Um, you know, we, we just talk about from the industry standards. You know, we we talk about how. You know, the, the the industry really wants to you know they got their hands or they got really got their hands on 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 the music that's being put out, which is one of the reasons why um, I decided not to go um, to a major label right. because I don't want to be I don't want to be silenced. Right. You know what? You know, um, uh, We're just gonna say one word confirmed. confirmed. And Jay has that. That's a whole word. 
Yeah, we, we know we know what you're talking about, but you're <laughs> right. I, I I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I have so many friends that have gone independent and and were with major labels, and you know, it the the beauty, you know, like they say, the grass is greener on the other sides. People don't realize what is going on in that in that um, element of the music industry, and and it's good that you're putting that out there so people can make their own decisions on what they decide. And, and taking control no. back. Taking, taking control, control back, back of, like of your artistry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, um, again, you know, when we when we speak, when I was speaking about, you know, having a voice, <clears throat> what, what what good would my voice be if I gave my voice to somebody else and, and, and become a puppet and right. allow them to tell me how how to do my my gift that the most high has given me, you know, um given the words they know that, you know, he has given me to put down a paper and share with the world. You know, <clears throat> if you look at the day state of um of hip hop, um, or just music in general, name one artist <clears throat> that is really speaking speaking life in their music. Because to me, everything, every, every, everything is dumbed down. Um, I like now. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like J. Cole and I like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're even at a, they're even, they're even at a standstill at, um, you know, with, 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 with they guess and their voice. You know, um, <clears throat> I do think, you know, they're, they're bringing the, the golden era back. You know, because there's no more Nazis, there's no more, um, careless ones, there's no more rock hymns. Right. Um, so I do think I do think that they are bringing it back, but only to a certain point. Um, mm-hmm. And again, that's why you know, with my with my standpoint is I'm gonna be that way all the way around. Now, now do I have songs and stuff to go to the club? I'm gonna be honest. Yes, right. I, I, I do. You know, I, I create I create music that, that people likes, but my main my main focus and my main standpoint is to share to share a message. And there's nothing wrong um, I, with you creating that that stuff for the club as well. But I agree with you. I think that, you know, when I write personally, you know, it, it's usually a message or it's something that you're going through or want to share with people so that the, if they've experienced it, they can you, they know you can relate, especially your fan base. It's that balance. It's that balance. And, yeah. that, and that's good yeah. that you're doing that. I, I commend you on it. But let's, let's, let's really take an in-depth look of why hip-hop was created. I mean, I ain't talking about rap, because that's what's on the radio now. I don't even listen to that. But let's just look at the standpoint of why hip-hop was created. Hip-hop was created, you know, um, especially in, in our culture, to give a voice. You know, um, I always use the example, Moni Love. <clears throat> you know, she she came she came from um, England, came over here and did hip-hop. Her first song was Moni Love. Her so her first solo song, only middle. That song was about a high school crush. Um, <laughs> and we you know, let's let's even take it to the the, the fact of um, public enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, fight you know fight the power. Um, right, right. Only love again with with Queen Latifah. We talk about women women's um, liberation and everything. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> only love and Queen Latifah came out with ladies first. Poor rights right. teachers had rocked that funky joint. You know what I mean? But if you really go in depth, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're talking about the system. Um, right. Well, even starting so yeah, out, you know, even when they talked about, uh, you know, back in the day, um, the, uh, the won't be televised, the uh, re- revolution won't be televised and all that. I mean, we, we, we messages, 
imagery, right? All of that. Very much. So right. Very much. Very much. You know, but that 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 that, that was the our we had a voice then. I mean, this is 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 crazy how <clears throat> how hip hop in general, even if it's hip hop or rap, dominates everything. You dominates TV. You got empire. You got mm-hmm. power. Um, you know, plus the music industry um, is is very relevant. Um, um, I'm sorry, um, it's very relevant in in movies, um, video games. And with all that, with all that is being, you know, rap and hip hop is being advertised in so many different outlets, not just in the music industry. If we just continue to make music, you know, what I mean, with a purpose, you know, how how much different would the state of the world be in right now, especially in the African American communities? You I... know, um, <clears throat> again, you know, is is relevant everywhere, but they're not putting they're not putting the songs with messages like like one of Nas's hits wasn't even really considered a hit, and it was his most recent one like a year or two ago called Daughters, about a father expressing his love for his daughter, mm. watching her grow up, you know, becoming the woman that she is now. Right. Now, what if that what 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 if what if that was you know broadcasted all over the place, on a mainstream level? How many how many fathers would would you know what I mean will will claim to their daughters? a lot differently you exactly know? you know you are so right on and I, and I just I just love what you're doing we're going to have to have you back on the show yeah, and yeah. talk yeah. more about, yeah. talk more about, about your movement and, and what you're doing but we have about two minutes to be closing but I wanted to oh. make sure that everyone, everyone knew how to get in touch with you and how, how to find out what you're doing and um, where can they reach out and find your music which was awesome that kind of stuff um, uh, well, again, I appreciate uh, for having me. Appreciate the time. I am very accessible. Um, you can definitely hit me up on 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 my website, www.the. That's T H E. We do proper English, so T H E Judah Judah Priest dot com. Um, I am Judah Priest on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Facebook dot com backslash official Judah Priest. Um, I'm, I'm very accessible. I do talk. I do talk back. Um, even sometimes it takes me a minute because I might be doing 50 million other things. But I always talk back. I love connecting um, with different um, artists and different people of all walks of life. Um, so I'm very accessible. All right, Judah. Well, thank you well, so Judah, much. Thank you so much, Judah. We'll definitely um, keep in touch with you. We'll talk about some of these things and definitely want you back on because I think that this is something that should be shared, the positivity that could be going on the airwaves. And, and, and our voice again. We need to get our voice back, and it's so well, empowering and, that you're doing that. You know, and again, I appreciate y'all. Um, again, whenever, whenever y'all want me back, I'm available. And we're going to get you in that meditation. We'll, we'll see yeah, you we'll see some info <laughs> on that, too. Hey, please do. Please do. <laughs> All right, dude. Have a great day. Bye, Thank you. Judah. All right. You, too. Bye. Bye. Peace. Awesome, awesome guy, awesome. You know, you know, if we've been really blessed, don't you feel mm-hmm. that we've met so many um, great artists that are actually giving back and and talk this positivity and and are, are truthful in what they're saying in the sense that they really are giving back and practicing what they preach. Well, it's interesting because what you know, we our show has been evolving, and it seems yes. like we're getting a lot more music than you know 
I mean, we, we handle all different types of relationships and people. We're getting a lot of people in the music industry. And I always say that God has a reason for evolving in that way. And I think that these musicians and these music people really want to talk about empowering and helping their communities and, and doing good things. Not bad things, but good things. Right. And I'm so glad that we had an opportunity to get these people in. Um, some of the takeaways. What are the, like, one or two things? <coughs> we don't have much time, Jay. One, like, one thing that you think. Uh, you you got out of uh, Judah's talk. Judah, you know what what I got from Judah is you know the positivity that he's sharing back the pay it for. I think that that was the the biggest yeah. thing that I could share is I, I love that the <clears throat> the positivity and the focus that he has to to bring positivity back. And I think one of the things I got was making sure that we are we continue to have a voice because music is a voice. It's not just a, a, a bought. Uh, Art. It is a creative art, and I'm getting that creativity and that focus back is great. So I wanted to talk and end the show with having Jay. Uh, you know, as you, as you know, our listeners, we are very mindful, and we are mindfulness experts. And uh, we wanted to leave with a thought or reflection that Jay actually gives us because she's our our uh, inspiration for that. So Jay, provide us what your word of thought for today is. That would be focused on the positive. I think that you know we we. As you know, Judah was mentioning as well is that there's so much, you know, negative stuff going on in the airway and negative that sometimes that we see. And if we need to start embracing and, and feeling the positive because negative energy has a deadly effect on us. And, you know, do this by thinking and recalibrating yourself. Oh, I love that. Recalibrating. We are on, uh, you know, it's almost like when you uh, take a step and you make another step and you're trying to get your balance. You want to recalibrate, recal- right? Because right. I just you, love your, if people can see your little yeah, movements like, right take now. A step, you know, take a step, but then st- maybe take a step backward to recalibrate right. because you need to make sure you're constantly Grounded. doing that throughout the day. Bam, you get a negative. Recalibrate. Love that, Jay. Bam, bam, you get a positive. Right. Keep it going, you know. But okay. recalibrate your emotions because we're on an emotional roller coaster, right? Yeah. So you're awesome with that. So I wanted to uh, make sure you know how to get in touch with us. Uh, you can always join the conversation at 310-928-7733. So you guys, thank you so much for listening to us today. I wanted to give you, um, make sure that you check out www.strategicladies.com. Or you can write us at write the number two at strategicladies.com. Again, that's write the number two at strategicladies.com. So go again to www.strategicladies.com. That will be updated for you today. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. See you next week. Bye.